podcast that I wanted to do for so long and it's called Born to Ferment and it's uh, run by me, Massimo Zitti, uh, O.A.K.M. Massi, uh, co-owner and bartender of Mother Cocktail Bar, a bar which is uh, totally based, or at least part of the drink program is based on fermentation. A lot of things to say, uh, this is just the beginning, it's for me, has been a such a long time and we go messenger coming, we are live also on Twitter, so if you would like to tweet at Mother Bar, it would be amazing. Uh, also, you can reach me on uh, my personal Instagram, which is Thirsty Dreamer altogether, all in one word. Uh, you can also contact at Mother Cocktail Bar, which is another um, Instagram account that I'm running uh, currently. But as I said, yes, so I wanted to um, start this podcast for a very long time. I'm going to be super honest. I've never been a big fan of podcasts. Um, just because, you know, I've always been listening more to music than actually words uh, on, uh, on my earphones. But uh, the last year, I do believe, kind of changes and changed everybody's uh, perception on things. And, you know, I, I do think the communities are much more closer. And, and I do think that, you know, fermentation should have a very strong community, which it is a strong community. I've been uh, lucky enough to study fermentation constantly for the last almost four years. I'd say daily uh, studies, um, you know, kind of coming up with recipes, trying to do very different things, transforming flavors, a lot of failures as always. Um, and actually on this ep- the first episode, which is uh, uh, I decide to not actually um, ask anybody to be uh, with me here and be as a guest. Uh, from the next episode, we will have very different guests. I would like to actually approach um, everybody really, you know, from chefs to bartenders, to fermenters, to people that they interested to fermentation, to people that they are pro on fermentation. I would say, you know, this kind of world is uh, it's open for everybody and especially the goal on all this is that I want to invite people to start fermenting. Uh, fermentation has been a technique that's been around for millenniums. It was a beautiful, beautiful way to preserve food back in the days. Um, obviously, the guys from Noma uh, with Noma fermentation program changed the kind of perception of people on fermentation. Uh, that was actually one of the inspirations that gave me going uh, opening uh, mother was uh, you know was the idea of transformations of flavor was the idea of uh, making something out of something else was the idea to no wasting food something that unfortunately nowadays is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, all this podcast is live from my basement, um, and as I said, I can't wait to have some people down uh, talking about the matter, talking about how they actually interact with fermentation daily, or you know, if they want to get into it. Uh, let's start with my story. My story about fermentation—it's a, I would say, kind of romantic story. Um, also, was a story that was uh, kind of forced, really. Uh, it started everything when I moved to Canada. Uh, I was lucky enough in UK to run several bars at the same time. One of the bars was called uh, Science and Industry. Science and Industry was a, a fundamental part of my life and my growth uh, as a manager or as a bartender, especially because we had a full lab, uh, very well equipped with uh, rotor vapors. We have obviously sous vide machine. Uh, we also had um, all the techniques uh, that we experimented daily. Um, was an amazing place to learn. Was an amazing place to be. On my opinion and you know part of my heart will always be there and I never got so much into fermentation because I was really really focused on distillation having a rotor vapor which is I don't know if you 
guys out there know what this machine is, but it's basically a redistilling machine or separator of flavors. Um, you can make perfumes, you can make, you know, redistillate, you can make, uh, you can make taste a Manhattan, or you can make look a Manhattan, uh, looking like water, but taste like a Manhattan. It's, it's just one of those machines that really change your game as an interpretation of drinks. You know, there's a, there's so much you can do with that. But when I moved to Canada, um, I did not have any of this. So all I had really was a bit of knowledge, uh, as always a lot of books and uh, a warm basement. So, you know, not having a lab anymore was, uh, was probably my biggest focus was carry on on uh, innovating for myself first, obviously not for the industry. Sometimes, you know, innovation takes really, really many years uh, to apply to any kind of drink or food program. So um, I started fermenting downstairs in my basement. Uh, I had a room that was around 20 to 24 degrees. Um, so first things I brought my mother, the head, so a SCOBY kombucha that from UK. Uh, this mother is still alive and still producing a, a pretty okay kombucha nowadays. Uh, I'd say it's a bit drier than a young kombucha. This mother, it's around three, well, no, sorry. It's around six years old now. So um, also trying to not make it grow my, my mother's too much, uh, just because of course, if the mother grows, means the, um, the liquid also has to increase. And that means, you know, the production has to increase. Nowadays, especially after the last year, a mother, I'm, uh, um, I was lucky enough to start producing, you know, from, we have a product called kombucha colada. Uh, which is actually on the market. We also have another product called the Renaissance Kombucha, uh, which is obviously a kombucha that we make in a house. But basically, yes, yeah, so I started uh, fermenting and uh, the first thing was uh, study. Um, obviously, Cast the Art of Fermentation was one of those books that, you know, I had to eat <laughs> to, to get things out of it, to understand principles. And little by little, you know, I went to even another one is uh, McGee, uh, McGee, sorry, um, which is um, the food science, um, basically is a huge book that talks about how food reacts um, when, when it's actually cooked. And there's, a, there's actually a really good chapter about fermentation. And, uh, you know, I slowly started, I remember my first lacto-fermented apple um, and, you know, started to understand uh, the kind of principle that applies to different techniques, which is most of them, and probably who's ever ferment and fermenting out there uh, will know, they're pretty basic. There's nothing, you know, that it's not so hard to accomplish. Uh, what is hard, it's to innovate um, as everything. You know, I'm a, I'm a, a kind of mediocre guitar player, and I always say, you know, um, I can be a good musician or be a good player and be an average player um, there's a huge difference between the two and sometimes, you know, you're starting with three chords and you can do a lot of things. But when you start to understand how this kind of chords um, that combine together and create, you know, scales and different things, you can actually uh, masterize. So I, I see fermentation in a very simple but similar way. I also see life in a very similar way. So um, I started from there, I started from uh, my lacto-fermented apple and I moved on on different flavor kombuchas. Um, I moved immediately to water kefir, water kefir, I grow my water kefir for uh, almost you know, four years, uh, trying different flavors, trying different infusions, uh, same for kombucha, you know, as soon as the, the Noma book uh, came out on fermentation, obviously I was super thrilled uh, to try many of those recipes and I did try them, uh, I did make them, so basically um, trying to 
create kombuchas not out of just tea, uh, but would it be a certain flavor, so a unique flavor, let's say, for instance, mint, you will use the mother just to make that mint kombucha or the rose kombuchas. Um, at the same time, when running a bar program, we found uh, that growing our mothers in one specific flavor actually um, was damaging here the first and foremost the mother and second the actual second flavor that we wanted to add on um, was kind of you know very very not straightforward so we decided to go back on the original um, way to grow mothers which is basically creating a scoby hotel and infuse the second liquid after the first fermentation uh, from there we moved immediately to fermented sodas uh, which is basically you discover the art of carbonation natural carbonation and it's another beautiful beautiful uh, way to create products really uh, we put immediately a drink on a menu which is at uh, strawberry and tarragon uh, water kefir really highly um, carbonated naturally um, and after obviously ginger beer immediately creating a ginger bug uh, the ginger beer is still on the market now at uh, at the mother cocktail bar and you know we're very proud of what we made because that's uh, on my opinion it's a really on our opinion even people that taste it's a really good ginger beer um the the base of all this is very simple it's you know it's really looking after things um fermentation the beauty of fermentation in my opinion is that it comes from uh, live cultured um which you could could be grains or could be of course the scoby or anything that you actually make if you think about sourdough for instance the starter the mother of sourdough it's uh, basically flour and water um, but you basically feeding uh, this mother it becomes like yours you know it becomes a has a very distinct flavor profile and you can really play around uh, the different level of acidity for instance or temperature there's so many things that can be done which is uh it's really it's really fascinating uh, for instance another thing that I started to do after the first lockdown is making bread and uh, you know uh, now I'm making bread constantly at work and actually becomes um, a kind of a peaceful uh, way to start the day. There's a lot of satisfaction on making bread. Uh, the reason, it, my first reason is because you make food from nothing. And, uh, you know, that makes you, makes you feel important, you know, it makes you feel that you don't need to go to the grocery store um, and buy food, but you can actually make it from scratch. Obviously, you do need to buy flour, so you do need to still go to the grocery store. Or best, that's what we do, you call um, a very good um, a producer that makes really good flour, nice and organic, and, uh, you know, you buy five kilos, you stick it somewhere in your kitchen, and, uh, you know, you probably got bread for around a month. So if you constantly bake, like once a week. Um, I do bake three times a week, so I have a... I became, an, uh, you know, little by little, kind of more aware about the technique. And sourdough started, uh, sourdough in general, sourdough bread, it's another beautiful way to discover uh, fermentation. We're now also very close to start playing with koji. Koji is another um, insane, huge factor on fermentation. If you guys know, sake, for instance, is coming from there. Ama sake is coming from there. And koji is basically a bacteria that start growing on rice normally but actually we saw that any kind of protein uh, can uh, can actually can actually work so well in the koji making uh, mother now it's actually starting that part to convert whatever the liquid will come out from the first batch uh, to actually convert into drinks 
because that's also another goal of us, which is, um, you know, we, we understand that food and fermentation, it's, uh, it's obviously done from a very long time, first and foremost, professionally and innovative, in an innovative way from very many restaurants. Um, we, you know, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of all those kind of restaurants because um, they discover in different flavors and, you know, that's, I think it's one of the goal of every single person that loves this industry and love what we actually do. Uh, the idea uh, a mother was to convert all the studies and all this uh, uh, fermentation techniques to actual drinks. Uh, that means, you know, that you don't need, you don't need to get crazy about just fermenting product for the sake of it, but there's always, always the kind of final goal, which is the drink. So how the cocktail will taste if, you know, in, within the Negroni, I create a lack of fermented plant juice. Um, and that was, for instance, one of our first ever drink uh, using lacto-fermentation and also really helps the, the staff and us as a, you know, mother is a very small bar, so I always treat mother as a, as a little family. Uh, how actually we look after the drink and food program um, if you know you have a, a life culture program that means that you know you really need to look after those grains um, your mothers because if not they will die and then it's a is the kind of a, a philosophy of looking after things which is sometimes in any kind of industry but especially now in industry is kind of forgotten um, I had a I'd like to work in some insanely, very, very good places, crazy about sustainability. And unfortunately, I did work also in other places which were not sustainable as a food program. Um, and that was a pity, you know, to see uh, food coming up from the kitchen and uh, just because it was a mistake was actually thrown away. Uh, but as I said, uh, this was just the first uh, kind of episode. Uh, I would like just to introduce myself once more. Uh, my name is Massimo Zitti, or Massi. Uh, this is my podcast, which is called Born to Ferment. Uh, as my business partner, Austin, said, uh, you're the right person to do so because you, I believe you were born to ferment. Uh, so thanks, Austin. I'll take that as a compliment. Maybe it's not. Uh, you, unfortunately, during this podcast, you will have to deal with my accent. Um, it's, uh, some people say it's nice. Some people um, that don't think is that nice just because it's a mix of uh, seven different countries which is all the countries that I've been living and of course you know there's a, a bit of Italian which is that's where I came from I'm from Rome um, and uh, I've been living there for 17 years but also there's a bit of uh, the French there's a bit of a Spanish and there's a, there's a bit of um, of course British uh, so as I said I'm gonna reach out to everybody or at least on all my socials uh, I would really love you to get in touch. You can get in touch as Massey at motherdrinks.co or just, you know, uh, PM me on any of my socials and we can start this beautiful, beautiful journey, which is for all the people that love fermentation, love this technique, or really even if they want to get through uh, and they want to get into this technique of fermentation. Uh, I'm here to help and I'm here to learn. So anybody out there, just please get in touch and... Uh, I wish you a very, very good day and please don't ever stop fermenting.